0: Okay, people, another episode of Just for Sport with Jamoke here. And we're talking All-NBA as the playing tournament is here. And I'm excited that we got to still keep the Lakers-Golden State-Warriors matchup in place. Definitely gonna have my popcorn ready for that game. But I really wanted the on the flip side of the playing games, I really wanted Boston and Charlotte. And I guess we're, we may still get that game after this first game. I know you needed to take like a class to understand the play-in tournament format. You know, winner of game one plays the loser of game two and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. I know. I know it's hard for you to like wrap your head around who's playing what, it's just, is bizarre. But the bottom line is Wizards and Celtics are the 7th and 8th seed, or 8th and 7th if we say respectively. Celtics are 7th, Wizards are 8th, which means technically if you're a Wizards fan, Celtics fan, you're excited that no matter what, we were going to make the playoffs. If the playoffs wasn't this play-in tournament, then yeah, we got the 7th and 8th seed. Of course, that means you're playing Philly in the Nets, and maybe you're going to be eliminated quickly, but at least you're in. And then the number nine seed Pacers and the number 10 Hornets play each other, and then the nine, 10 winner plays the seven, eight loser. It's just, it's a lot. It's just, okay, whatever. This whole thing is just kind of confusing. But I mean, I understand what it is, but it's just, you know, watching it. I was like, oh, can we just, I don't know. I don't know if there was another way to make it work, but this is where we are. This is where we are. So I am really looking forward to it. There is a chance for, if the seven seed wins, uh, on the other side, Lakers are seven seed, Warriors are the 8th seed. Then it's the Grizzlies are 9, Spurs are 10. So basically... Between Celtics and Wizards, Warriors or Lakers, whoever wins that game, boom, you're in the playoffs. That's it. You're in the playoffs. But then to turn around, if you lose that game, then you get a chance to still win by beating the ninth or 10th seed on Friday or Thursday, depending on if your Eastern Conference is Thursday and Western Conference is Friday. So it's all confusing. But that being said, I am excited that we've added the tournament. I like it. And I know I keep saying over and over, LeBron was like, yo, whoever's the came up with this should be fired. And I'm sure they hate that LeBron said that and it continues on and on as a storyline for this play in tournament. But I like it. You know, it gets a couple of other teams in the playoffs. It adds a little something to the drama before the end of the season. So, from that perspective, I am really looking forward to it. Hornets, Pacers, maybe not so much. Gordon Hayward may not play. To think that, you know, he was straight, Boston let him go. Charlotte signs him as if he's going to be someone who's going to help them this year. And uh, hit or miss. I'll say hit or miss, especially after signing that big contract that I thought he would not get. I'm happy for him, just was surprised. Indiana Pacers. Malcolm Brogdon is their leading scorer at 23 points. Is there anything exciting about Indiana? I don't know. It probably would have been even more boring if it was Wizards Indiana, because, like I said, I wanted Pacers Celtics. I don't know if I would have necessarily liked that. In the other game, uh, well, I, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely listening to J. Cole's the offseason. Uh he shouts out Russell Westbrook, Rock the Baby. And John Morant of the Grizzlies. Which is cool. And John Morant, I want to see I, you know, it was a shame last year that the Spurs missed the playoffs and that. Uh, I don't know, 19 season or 22 season win streak of making the playoffs ended. And now they're in the play-in tournament, so technically they're not in the playoffs. But, you know, yeah, I, I kind of want to see... I kind of want to see John Morant get to the playoffs. But it's not going to be easy. It really isn't. And I think that when I look at the... Boston Celtics, finishing with a record of 500 for just the second time in 75 seasons. I think they may have to shake it up after this season. They might. Maybe Jalen Brown may have to go. Maybe the coach, Brad Stevens, may have to move on. Maybe. But the crazy stat is 43 games, most in the league this season, were within five points in the last five minutes. So they've played some very close games, but they were 17 and 26 in those games. And now they've got to play the Washington Wizards. And they're playing without Jalen Brown. And I think that's that's gonna be really tough. I do like Evan Fournier. His field goal percentage is at 57%. He's really good, and I think that was a good pickup for them. But overall, overall, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Now, on the other side, the Washington Wizards, they play fast. They play fast, and when they do play fast, they can find a way to win, which isn't, What you would expect from Washington Wizards teams when you think about the the narrative with them is that they can't play defense. But seven of their eight fastest-paced games, they won. The key is they have to get off to a good start in the first quarter. They have been outscored by their opponents by a total of 128 points in those first quarters, and then they always play catch-up. But after that, second, third, and fourth quarter, it's only been four points that they've been outscored. So they can stay with a team if they can just not get down at the beginning of the game. And a lot of that is to do with Westbrook and Beal. They saw the biggest jump in points in the paint from 24th last season to 5th this season. They didn't take as many threes as you would expect. The second lowest rate. But 79% of the three-point attempts were the second highest rate were catch and shoot attempts. As I mentioned, defensively, they are not great. But if Bradley Beal's healthy, if Russell Westbrook is healthy, Bradley Beal is the second leading scorer in the NBA. Russell Westbrook, we know what he brings as a player. We know what he's done this season. Averaging a triple-double. I think that if they are playing at a high clip, Davis Bertans, Daniel Gafford, Rui Hachimura, Ish Smith, if they're playing well, I don't see the Celtics winning this game. Unless Jason Tatum just goes off. But I think that the better team is the Washington Wizards right now. They're 15-5 over their, over their last 20 games. The point spread's only at... Celtics are favored at minus one and a half. As I mentioned Pacers Hornets, the Pacers are favored minus three. So... It's, it's going to be interesting, and I am uh, looking forward to that game. You know, I, I, the, the drama, as I bring up a lot, is Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal grew up together. Bradley Beal's been a mentor to Jason Tatum. I actually met Jason Tatum as a high schooler. Didn't know what he was going to be, but Bradley Beal introduced me to him and said, yo, this one of the young rising stars at Chaminade, and look where he is today. It's amazing. Just as I mentioned that you want to see John ja Morant in the playoffs, I know that everyone would love, love, love to see LaMelo Ball get in the playoffs. So I, I just I feel bad to say this, but I can't imagine many people are rooting for the Indiana Pacers except for the Indiana Pacer fans. And that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Not at all. And then Golden State Lakers. The Lakers are favored, the Grizzlies, excuse me, are favored at minus four. Let me get that out first. Grizzlies are favored at minus four. And then the Lakers are favored at minus four and a half. The Lakers are at home. I expect the Lakers to win with LeBron James. LaAnkle, LaAnkle was the best nickname for LeBron as he was injured. It just was too funny by Skip Bayless. That was pretty funny, but LeBron James is back. And with Anthony Davis, I don't see the Golden State Warriors having a shot winning this game, but I see the Warriors getting in the playoffs because I think what will happen is, my prediction is, Lakers will beat the Warriors. They're in the playoffs. Golden State, as the loser of the 7-8 game, will play the Memphis Grizzlies, who's the winner of the 9-10 game, and Steph Curry will go off and win that game and show John Morant, it's not your time just yet. Not just yet. So that, that, that's where I see that going. In Eastern, I think it will be a bit of the same. Celtics will lose to the Wizards, but I think they have enough to beat the Hornets or Pacers and they're in. And, and that's where I think we are. That's where I think we are. Amazingly, you can still get some odds on these teams to make it to the playoffs. You can get the Grizzlies at plus 390. The Spurs at plus 650. I guess they're definitely thinking the Lakers are going to make the playoffs because they're at minus 5,000. Golden State Warriors are at minus 500. Wizards are at minus 500. 500. Celtics are at minus 625. So even when I was saying that, and I do this kind of on purpose, right? I have my own thoughts. I have my own thoughts. Never thought that the Lakers, the defending champions, would be playing in the play-in tournament. But I think this is fuel for the fire for them. But I pick, these are the teams that I think are gonna make the playoffs. And of course, I look at the odds right after that, which I purposefully wait to after I make my decision and then I look at what DraftKings says. All the teams I say are gonna make it, they say are gonna make it. Lakers, Golden State, Wizards, Celtics. But that also means that you've got some long shots, some value, you know. If you think Charlotte can get it at a plus 450, But it's going to be fun, and I am I am looking forward to seeing how this play-in tournament is received. Like I said, I am excited about it, but I understand that there, you know, I would say there probably is something within LeBron James that he knew, unfortunately, that the Lakers were sliding and he was maybe gonna end up in the playing game and he didn't like that. So he's like, yo, I'm just gonna sound off on this right now. But it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to this playing tournament. One thing I'm gonna sound off about, my last chance, I feel like it's my last chance, is for the MVP. Now, as I watched the game yesterday, I watched the game yesterday and so... You know, for me, I was looking at what was going to happen at the on the last game of the season. Not just because, you know, it was a lot of drama. I love the drama. I love the drama of the final game of the season. Not just because of, oh, it affected seeding. But you also have LeBron James, who's not 100% trying to come back. What is that going to play into his comeback of the last two games of the season, going into the play-in tournament? Beal is not 100%, but he's going to give it a go. But in my mind, I in feel that as I watched the final games, I was amazed to see what happened with Phoenix. I was amazed to see what happened also with Denver. If Phoenix had lost that final game of the season, I think, I don't know, if maybe it's unfair to say it would have been a little more even. I mean, Utah did end the season with the best record in the NBA. But for all of the talk of Nikola Jokic, and I like Nikola Jokic, don't get me wrong. I like Nikola Jokic, but all the talk about him being the MVP of the NBA, I just don't understand how Chris Paul is not in that conversation. And to that point, Donovan Mitchell should have been as well. But I know him being injured down the stretch was, you know, that was a big deal. But LeBron is now like, oh, I think that Steph Curry should be MVP. Steph Curry's team, the Golden State Warriors, I think more than than how well Steph played, I also look at a player like Draymond Green and I say, well, I thought he would play better. And so just as much as you needed Steph to lift up the team, I didn't think that an all-star and champion like Draymond Green did enough to say that he is a bona fide champ here as well and stepped up to the plate and contributed as much as I thought he would. That was, that's my disappointment. I mean, I'd like to, there must be something wrong, right? He averaged seven points a game this season, seven rebounds, 8.9 assists. You needed more out of him than I think you could say, oh, than I think you would say Steph is the MVP in my mind. I think what Chris Paul did with Phoenix should get more praise. Cause it wasn't just about scoring with him. But Steph, it's not that it was all about scoring, but it was those crazy nights where he was having 40 plus points, 50 points, I think to what, two games he has 60. Like that's that's where yeah, he was amazing. But I think as a team, if you think of them being 15 games behind Golden State, I mean behind, excuse me, Phoenix. I, I understand a little bit of the talk of, oh yeah, he's getting some hype for MVP, but no, not really. Last 10 games he's averaging almost 40 points, 37 points per game. I'll give him that. I'll give him, he's played well But I just, mm-mm. I think you need to get more For Steph, for Chris Paul and, and not so much Steph And I feel like Steph is getting some late Late game attention But So be it, whoever wins Whoever wins, I'm gonna let it go I'm let it go, and hopefully the player you think should win You let me know what you think If the player you think Should win it Tell me why all right, that'll do it for Just for Sport. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, leave a review. We'll talk on Thursday. Looking forward to see how the playing tournament goes. Ciao for now.